0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to live into God's calling as an Asian American Christian? Stay tuned to learn more about learning our names, Asian American Christians on identity, relationships, and vocation. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable.
1: This is IVP.
0: Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open
1: our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word.
0: Old Testament reading, Hosea chapter 14. Hosea chapter 14, beginning at verse 1. Prophetic call to genuine repentance. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for your sin has been your downfall. Return to the Lord and repent. Say to Him completely, forgive our iniquity. Accept our penitential prayer, that we may offer the praise of our lips as sacrificial bulls. Assyria cannot save us. We will not ride war horses. We will never again say our gods to what our own hands have made. For only you will show compassion to orphan Israel. Divine promise to relent from judgment and to restore blessings. I will heal their waywardness and love them freely, for my anger will turn away from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like a lily. He will send down his roots like a cedar of Lebanon. His young shoots will grow. His splendor will be like an olive tree. His fragrance like a cedar of Lebanon. People will reside again in his shade. They will plant and harvest grain in abundance. They will blossom like a vine, and his fame will be like the wine from Lebanon. O Ephraim, I do not want to have anything to do with idols anymore. I will answer him and care for him. I am like a luxuriant cypress tree. Your fruitfulness comes from me. Concluding exhortation: Who is wise? Let him discern these things. Who is discerning? Let him understand them. For the ways of the Lord are right; the godly walk in them, but in them the rebellious stumble. Second Kings, chapter seventeen, verses three through twenty-three. King Shalmaneser of Assyria marched up to attack him. So Hosea became his subject and paid him tribute. The king of Assyria discovered that Hoshea was planning a revolt. Hoshea had sent messengers to King So of Egypt and had not sent his annual tribute to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria arrested him and imprisoned him. The king of Assyria marched through the whole land. He attacked Samaria and besieged it for three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea's reign, the king of Assyria captured Samaria and deported the people of Israel to Assyria. He settled them in Hala, along the Habor. The River of Gozan and in the cities of the Medes, a summary of Israel's sinful history. This happened because the Israelites sinned against the Lord their God, who brought them up from the land of Egypt and freed them from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. They worshipped other gods, they observed the practices of the nations whom the Lord had driven out from before them, and followed the example of the kings of Israel. The Israelites said things about the Lord God that were not right. They built high places in all their towns, from watchtower to fortified city. They set up sacred pillars and asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. They burned incense on the high places, just like the nations whom the Lord had driven away before them. Their evil practices made the Lord angry. They worshipped the disgusting idols in blatant disregard of the Lord's command. The Lord solemnly warned Israel and Judah, through all his prophets and all the seers, Turn back from your evil ways. Obey my commandments and rules that are recorded in the law. I ordered your ancestors to keep this law and sent my servants, the prophets, to remind you of its demands. But they did not pay attention and were as stubborn as their ancestors who had not trusted the Lord their God. They rejected his rules, the covenant he had made with their ancestors, and the laws he had commanded them to obey. They paid allegiance to worthless idols and so became worthless to the Lord. They copied the practices of the surrounding nations in blatant disregard of the Lord's command. They abandoned all the commandments of the Lord their God. They made two metal calves and an Asherah pole, bowed down to all the stars in the sky and worshiped Baal. They passed their sons and daughters through the fire and practiced divination and omen reading. They committed themselves to doing evil in the sight of the Lord and made him angry. So the Lord was furious with Israel and rejected them. Only the tribe of Judah was left. Judah also failed to keep the commandments of the Lord their God. They followed Israel's example. So the Lord rejected all of Israel's descendants. He humiliated them and handed them over to robbers until he had thrown them from his presence. He tore Israel away from David's dynasty and Jeroboam, son of Nabat, became their king. Jeroboam drove Israel away from the Lord and encouraged them to commit a serious sin. The Israelites followed in the sinful ways of Jeroboam and did not repudiate them. Finally, the Lord rejected Israel just as he had warned he would do through all his servants, the prophets. Israel was deported from its land to Assyria and remains there to this very day. 2 Kings chapter 18, verses 9-12 through 12. In the fourth year of King Hezekiah's reign, it was the seventh year of the reign of Israel's king Hoshea, son of Elah. King Shalmaneser of Assyria marched up against Samaria and besieged it. After three years he captured it. In the sixth year of Hezekiah's reign, in the ninth year of King Hoshea's reign over Israel, Samaria was captured. The king of Assyria deported the people of Israel to Assyria. He settled them in Chala, along the Chabor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. This happened because they did not obey the Lord their God and broke his covenant with them. They did not pay attention to and obey all that Moses the Lord's servant had commanded. Isaiah chapter 28 The Lord will judge Ephraim. The splendid crown of Ephraim's drunkards is doomed. The withering flower, its beautiful splendor, situated at the head of a rich valley, the crown of those overcome with wine. Look, the Lord sends a strong, powerful one. With the force of a hailstorm or destructive windstorm, with the might of a driving, torrential rainstorm, he will knock that crown to the ground with his hand. The splendid crown of Ephraim's drunkards will be trampled underfoot, The withering flower, its beautiful splendor, situated at the head of a rich valley, will be like an early fig before harvest. As soon as someone notices it, he grabs it and swallows it. At that time, the Lord of Heaven's armies will become a beautiful crown and a splendid diadem for the remnant of his people. He will give discernment to the one who makes judicial decisions and strength to those who defend the city from attackers. Even these men stagger because of wine. They stumble around because of beer. Priests and prophets stagger because of beer. They are confused because of wine. They stumble around because of beer. They stagger while seeing prophetic visions. They totter while making legal decisions. Indeed, all the tables are covered with vomit, with filth, leaving no clean place. Who is the Lord trying to teach? To whom is he explaining a message? To those just weaned from milk? To those just taken from their mother's breast? Indeed they will hear meaningless gibberish, senseless babbling, a syllable here, a syllable there. For with mocking lips and a foreign tongue, he will speak to these people. In the past, he said to them, this is where security can be found. Provide security for the one who is exhausted. This is where rest can be found. But they refuse to listen. So the Lord's message to them will sound like meaningless gibberish, senseless babbling, a syllable here, a syllable there. As a result, they will fall on their backsides when they try to walk and be injured, ensnared, and captured. The Lord will judge Jerusalem, therefore, listen to the Lord's message. You who mock, you rulers of these people who reside in Jerusalem, for you say, we have made a treaty with death which show we have made an agreement when the overwhelming judgment sweeps by, it will not reach us, for we have made a lie our refuge, we have hidden ourselves in a deceitful word. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am laying a stone in Zion, an approved stone, set in place as a precious cornerstone for the foundation. The one who maintains his faith will not panic. I will make justice the measuring line, fairness the plumb line. Hail will sweep away the unreliable refuge. The floodwaters will overwhelm the hiding place. Your treaty with death will be dissolved. Your agreement with Sheol will not last. When the overwhelming judgment sweeps by, you will be overrun by it whenever it sweeps by it will overtake you indeed every morning it will sweep by it will come through during the day and the night when this announcement is understood it will cause nothing but terror for the bed is too short to stretch out on and the blanket is too narrow to wrap around oneself for the lord will rise up as he did at mount perazim he will rouse himself as he did in the valley of gibeon to accomplish his work his peculiar work to perform his task his strange task. So now do not mock or your chains will become heavier. For I have heard a message about decreed destruction. From the sovereign Lord of heaven's armies against the entire land, pay attention and listen to my message. Be attentive and listen to what I have to say. Does a farmer just keep on plowing at planting time? Does he keep breaking up and harrowing his ground? Once he has leveled its surface, does he not scatter the seed of the caraway plant? Sow the seed of the cumin plant? and plant the wheat, barley, and grain in their designated places? His God instructs him. He teaches him the principles of agriculture. Certainly, caraway seed is not threshed with a sledge, nor is the wheel of a cart rolled over cumin seed. Certainly, caraway seed is beaten with a stick, and cumin seed with a flail. Grain is crushed, though one certainly does not thresh it forever. The wheel of one's wagon rolls over it, but his horses do not crush it. This also comes from the Lord of Heaven's armies, who gives supernatural guidance and imparts great wisdom. New Testament reading Matthew chapter 26, verses 69 to 75. Peter's Denials. Now, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A slave girl came to him and said, You also were with Jesus the Galilean, but he denied it in front of them all. I don't know what you're talking about. When he went out to the gateway, another slave girl saw him and said to the people there, This man was with Jesus the Nazarene. He denied it again with an oath. I do not know the man. After a little while, those standing there came up to Peter and said, You really are one of them too. Even your accent gives you away. At that, he began to curse, and he swore with an oath. I do not know the man. At that moment, a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered what Jesus had said. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Mark chapter 14, verses 66 through 72. Peter's Denials. Now, while Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the high priest's slave girls came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she looked directly at him and said, You also were with that Nazarene Jesus. But he denied it. I don't even understand what you're talking about. Then he went out to the gateway, and a rooster crowed. When the slave girl saw him, she began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But he denied it again. A short time later, the bystanders again said to Peter, You must be one of them, because you are also a Galilean. Then he began to curse, and he swore with an oath, I do not know this man you are talking about. Immediately, a rooster crowed a second time. Then Peter remembered what Jesus said to him, before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Merciful and covenant-keeping God, thank you for your word. Thank you, O God, for the ways that you continually repeat yourself to us. The ways that you do so, so graciously, so mercifully, warning us against following other gods, creating idols of our mind with our hands, bowing down and pledging allegiance to idols, even of this nation, O God. In idolatry, O oh God, in ideologies that are opposed to you, O oh God. Would you help us, O oh God, to have singular devotion and commitment to you, our thrice holy God? Would you help us, O oh Lord God, to recognize, to acknowledge, and to confess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior to the glory of God the Father? Would you keep us from idols we are prone to wander? We are prone, oh God, to erect our own Asherah poles. We are prone to gather up balls of our own, oh God. Would you search our hearts and show us the ways we've done that, the ways that we might be doing that even now, oh God? Would you help us to go into our secret places and ask the Holy Spirit, ask you um, by the power of the Holy Spirit to search us, to show us where we have little idols, oh God, that uh, we have been committed to. Much more than we've been committed to you, would you help us, O oh God, to rid ourselves of such idols, oh God, to purify our hearts and to look to you, purify our hearts with the beautiful gospel, oh God, and the, the purity of the gospel. Lord, and I pray that you would be with us, O oh Lord God, as we have, there are temptations, there are temptations for us, oh God, that are very real for us to try to deny Jesus, to be very much like Peter in that moment. And to to succumb, to shame and to fear of what it means to say that, "Yes, <laughs> I am a disciple of Jesus, and what those and what what that what might be on the other side of doing that, we know that there is a cost to following Jesus. We know there's a cost to taking up our cross, and sometimes we go so far as to separate ourselves from Jesus that we begin to curse. That we begin to adopt the language, the culture, the ethos of those outside, uh, of those in the world. Would you help us to be salt and light, O oh Lord God? Would you help us, O oh God, to walk the, un- the unbeaten path, O oh God? Would you help us to choose the narrow road of life that leads to life, O oh God, instead of the broad road of destruction? And I thank you that your grace, your mercy, um, your restoration is available for all of the Peters of the world who have denied you. We've all done this at one time or another in different ways to varying degrees, oh God. And I thank you that your grace, that you stand ready to forgive us. You stand ready to receive us. You stand ready uh, 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 to commission us uh, to do your work and to do your will in the world. So would you help us to confess sin wholeheartedly, to repent completely, oh God, and be ready to run this race, oh God, the race that you have set before us. You have set um, and prepared us to do good works in this world. And so would you help us and make us ready to do those things for the glory of your kingdom. Pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Many Asian-Americans know the pain of being called names that deny their humanity. Learning Our Names is a book written by a team of four Asian-American university staff workers who are East Asian, Southeast Asian, and South Asian, and who share how God uses their unique ethnic identities and experiences for His divine purposes. The book is even endorsed by basketball star Jeremy Lin, who says that the book was so encouraging to him in exploring how his identity shapes his faith. Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THE WORD. That's promo code THE WORD at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the Word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's Word, but doers.